I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like Fighting Cox, Forrest Bank, and Robin Hood. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Uh, yeah, it's the, uh, 25th of May. It's been a while, but it's been, uh, eh, I don't want to say fucked up a couple of weeks, because, uh, a few weeks, whatever, uh, because, you know, what isn't fucked up these days? Uh, yeah, I will say this, though. I, I was just looking at my, uh, uh, what do you call it? I got a list of, like, people I'm, uh, putting episodes out with and uh i had to delete one because my good friend jay jesse b uh passed away and uh she was one hell of a chick but if you want to go see what uh she was all about because uh you know anybody who knew her she was real cool in the madison punk rock scene and everything uh she uh and beyond that, really, like, she was just one of the most hilarious people I ever fucking, uh, knew. She, uh, she's got, I, I'm pretty sure she's still got an Instagram up, and, uh, that's, uh, Dr. JB Attorney at Law. Uh, so check her out there, and you'll see what I mean, because, uh, she was, you know, a, a bright light uh, that, uh, you know, faded out way too soon. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's, uh... You know, that's that's just the beginning of this, uh, you know, whole thing that we got going these days. Uh, we're still in World War Three, I guess. And uh, also, we got another tragedy going on in America. Um, so, yeah, you know, when people uh, talk to, talk about like, oh, what are you going to do if this shit hit the fan in Europe? And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll go back to America. But then I'm like, do I really want to go back to America? Because uh, that's why uh, this shit happened in Texas. It's happened so many times before, and, uh, you know, there are very specific people who are, uh, should be taking credit for it. We only fucking love, we only fucking, uh, people making changes. So, uh, you know, like, if you, uh, vote, uh, I hope you do. I hope you, uh, have the right to vote in America, if you're listening. Uh, I know I got some international people listening, but if you, uh, vote for people in America... Please go do that and vote for people who don't believe that everybody should be able to fucking carry a gun. Maybe they believe that uh, women should be able to uh, have an abortion if they need it. And uh, maybe they believe in uh, just mental health a little more than what we got going right now. My podcast today is with Sammy H. Stevens. And uh, he's a great dude. He comes from the UK. I uh, met him over here in Germany, uh, and, uh, you know, we get along pretty good. He's he's cool. We we play some music together and stuff, not like uh, out or nothing, just kind of like, uh, you know, uh, in a room <laughs> together, just doing a thing. Sometimes, unfortunately, you need a fucking, uh, some kind of something to distract you from the most fucked up shit happening in the world, and uh, I hope that this can do that. I want to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast first, though. We got Heather Royston, Luke Ellis, Fast Eddie Knowlton, Gem City Sabrina, Chelsea McNally, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, and Carlos Hernandez, and Cardboard Box Colony. Thank you guys so much, as usual. Uh, sorry about the sad rant going on, uh, but you know, like, it affects us all, right? Uh, anyway, 
Without further ado, I'm with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Detroit Green. An inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. introduction where I was like ladies and gentlemen Sammy H. Stevens but I had too many times when I would do that and it would like put people on the spot and they would be like Ugh. so now we just talk and stuff but uh yeah Sammy you said you're from Manchester That's originally one. originally born and bred OG Sammy Stevens from Manchester living now in Leipzig Germany oh yeah yeah well we gotta know how the hell you ended up in Leipzig, Germany, but I have a feeling that, uh, you, you know, like a story like that, probably, you know, you don't want to start in the middle. So like, uh, I guess, first of all, like, what do you, you playing music these days, right? You're doing like a singer songwriter type stuff with a acoustic guitar and all that sort of thing, right? That's I heard one. your music, so I know that's true. Yeah, that's true. Jumped in the van with many a punk band and ended up in Leipzig after years and years of touring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of touring, I think uh, we had a mutual friend when I first met you, and it was uh, Joe McMahon. You toured with him a little bit. Good dude. Yeah, two or three tours with that guy. Yeah, that's good. Good, good dude. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, last time I hung out with him was in uh, Berlin, and I did a DJ set for his acoustic thing, and... Uh, it didn't go well, but it also kind of went, like, great. Uh, I mean, the, the the music and the playing and everything was fun, but then, like, uh, suddenly we were eating uh, food at a restaurant, and uh, somebody mentioned time, and I realized that I had missed my train by about an hour, uh, and then I just really needed to get back. But uh, anyway, enough of that. Uh, so, Manchester, like Manchester United and shit, right? That's one. Same thing? Same thing. That's Manchester cool. United, Manchester City, same city. Do I, I, don't, I don't know what the hell any of that means because I don't fucking know shit about uh, soccer or football, football. Yeah, I mean, even. Do they call it football in England or is football. it football? All right. The original football, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm a rugby fan. I know fuck all about. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's that's actually intriguing. I'm glad to know that because I've always thought rugby is pretty cool. Like, because, you know, like, I'm an American and I like, you know, uh, our version of football where you get, like, the biggest guys in on the planet to just kind of, like, smack each other around for three hours. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes the ball goes in the thing and <laughs> it's called a touchdown. Um, but, uh... Rugby is kind of similar to that. Yeah, just probably, it's in England, so it's probably colder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's colder. Well, I don't know. It gets pretty cold in some of these, uh, in, uh, some of these uh, places in uh, America. Like, they got the frozen tundra with the Packers there. Yeah. 
<laughs> Do you know about that? Does it have a snow? Do they play rugby games in the snow? Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, through the winter. I'm trying to think, because I played as a kid, I'm trying to think if I... Pl- I probably played in snow at some points, but... You played rugby? Yeah, when I was a kid. I, oh, yeah. It's, it's worth it to get, like, the, the shandy at the end of the game and the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Halftime oranges and hot dogs or whatever we're eating. Yeah, yeah, so. I heard about halftime oranges. That's good stuff. That's what I was doing every Sunday before I got into band shit. Nice. That sounds like a good good way to be, actually. Fucking uh, take out some aggression, and then you're all at peace, and you go play some <laughs> yeah. uh, some beautiful music with your buds or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're just extra aggr- aggregated. Is that the word? Aggressivized or whatever. And then you go play some fucking ripping punk rock because you're all like hyped up and stuff. Or maybe you just hey, exhausted. That, that, could have, that could have been what happened. Get hyped on a Sunday and then go to band practice Sunday afternoon. I believe it to be true. Why not? It could, could happen. Um, also, yeah, I, we should talk about this too. Welcome to the first recording in the Intruder Green, uh, I'm calling it the Tiki Shells or what. But uh, this is, it's, it's the new hideout here. So you're the nice, first man. one. It's comfy as fuck. Uh, you know, we got to make it sound better and better. But I think it's going to be better than the garage. Yeah, I like the little waterfall that you got outside. Oh, yeah. That's real good stuff. People are going to think we're joking, but it's totally real. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank you for delicious gummies. We put them in a bowl so people won't have to hear the uh, crinkling of the bag. Yeah, because my friend's right. That's the kind of, uh, yeah, you treat me right, and I, uh, we both treat the fucking uh, listeners right by making sure they don't got to deal with no, uh, what is that called, like ASCMR or whatever, when fucking uh, make noises you don't like, so good. Um, <laughs> but now I'm chewing on gummy bears, which I don't apologize for, you know, I never felt the need to apologize. Good. Yeah. Um, so Manchester, though, you're growing up, and you started out in punk rock, right? Pretty young. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, man, I think I found music pretty much the same way as everyone else. Just ended up someone... Green Day. Green Day. Or be- <laughs> even before that, someone told me how to play Smoke on the Water on bass, and I think after that, I would zip. Oh, yeah. I think that's a lot of people uh, from our uh, ages kind of first song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. I like it. But yeah, Green Day, that's the one. I mean, who our age doesn't get into punk rock from Green Day? That's right. I mean, probably a lot of people who are way cooler than me. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah, they're probably just lying. That's true. They're like, oh, I knew about this band before uh, they were cool. And it's like, fuck you, dude. I will start it there. Yeah. You must be pretty uncool if you knew about them before they were cool. Because I only knew about them when they were cool. That makes me cool. Anyway, um, so, like, uh, how'd that go? Because I know you've, you've traveled around quite a bit. Right? Oh, yeah, I've done a fuckload. So, like, so when did that start? You, you started playing in, like, punk rock bands? I don't know, like, high school or some shit? Yeah, end of high school. Got asked to join a, join a punk rock band. So, I can't even remember how now. Not till the end of high school. Um, well, yeah, the end of high school. Were you playing music before that? Or did you, like, start uh, learning that way? I was on piano. I, oh, shit. Yeah, I got asked more... I got told to learn piano. So you're like classically trained. No, not at all. I fell out with the, the piano teacher and then I was oh, allowed yeah? to switch to guitar, yeah. Oh, wow. That's it. That's, that itself is 
pretty <laughs> weird. It was like a punk rock start, and that was even before high school. So yeah, like right. Primary school when I'm like eight or nine, just having a having a fallout with the with the with teachers. I've always been a bit of a dick. Oh yeah. So are you admitting it was your fault? I had to be. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I think piano is a pretty cool instrument, and they say like if you could play piano, you could play anything. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that to be true. Uh, I don't know how to play piano. I mean, I know how to like make a chord or something, but uh, you know, like actually playing piano and like playing a full song, nah, <laughs> I, I ain't got that. Not in me right now. I would love to learn it someday, but like, yeah, I think uh, is 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 real good to learn that. But uh, that's why uh, I also don't really know how to play guitar. Like, <laughs> I I know how to play punk rock on guitar, but. I guess that technically qualifies as playing guitar. But I've heard your stuff. You 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 actually do some like I don't know, you do like finger picking and shit. Yeah, I do that nice twiddly shit. Hell yeah. That's that's interesting. I think uh too, I've said this many times before. And uh like when uh punk rockers get into acoustic stuff, it can go wrong, I think. In my opinion. I know that like I got even friends that do it, and it's like the stuff that I'm not really into, and I'm just like, I support them because they're my friends, but I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll come talk to you after the show, you know, <laughs> like, uh, have a good show, we'll hang out afterwards, uh, because for me, like, part of what makes punk rock great is the loudness and aggressiveness of it, and when you try to, like, do that on acoustic guitar, I mean... I don't know. I've seen some guys who are playing acoustic guitar and they're yelling their head off and it's like, it don't, I don't know. That don't work for me too good. But, uh, like, the way you do it, where you, like, you're making different, a different kind of music with that instrument. Or, you know, like, in the case of, like, people like Joe McMahon, he fucking writes all his songs to sound good on acoustic. So, somehow it, it translates, but it doesn't do it for necessarily, like, uh, Ramon's core or stuff like that. True. He's a great songwriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him a few times just doing acoustic stuff, and uh, he's real good. I switch it up. I switch it up between the the finger picking and like open tuning, so I can really just like go a bit crazy on the guitar. And yeah, I can be loud. I don't know where I get the lungs from, but yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can sing loud with the best of them. That's good. Um, and are you playing? You you starting to play shows now again too? Yeah, everything now. Everything's starting opening up again. I'm starting to think about it. Yeah, like, you're know? starting to think about it. Yeah, it's you know, same as everyone else. Kind of yeah. been through the loop the last couple of years. But oh, I've been yeah. asked to play a couple of shows. I've said no, but you know, ask me again in six months or so. I, I'm getting there. I've got that itch again. Yeah, that's good. I mean, me kind of too. But I'm also like, I got the itch to like uh, do jobs and uh, you know, get back to a life of crime a little yeah. bit. So we'll see which one comes uh, first. Uh, yeah. I'll say that, you know, it's kind of up to the band as far as playing uh, music because I don't know, like I said, I, I don't think Master Truder translates to acoustic too good. It's kind of like what I'm talking about. Like True, if I yeah. did that, I don't think it would work out that great. But you got the skills, you got the like, uh, the, 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 I don't know, you, you're good at writing music that sounds good with that kind of instrument. I will say that, definitely. Thank you. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, that's uh, we're getting too far ahead of ourselves here. I want to know, you, 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 you study your first band, or maybe you didn't start the band, but you 
Got into your first band, like, at the end of high school or some shit. Yep, yep. Gas joined a band. Didn't do any touring, but did the local shows. That band broke up. Ended up starting another one with, like, my best friends. Same people that I... Oh, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Play with play with friends is the best way to do it. Yeah. And then, yeah, we became a band called The Shortcuts and did a lot of touring around the UK. Oh, The Shortcuts. That's the band you told me about before. Yeah, that was a good one. That, that's, the, that's still the best band I've ever been in. Oh, that's cool. So, uh... You're doing that, and you're pretty young, um, but you start touring with that? Yeah, yeah, not massive ones. We never came out to Europe, but at least up and down the UK, kind mm. of before MySpace. So back when people were still booking tours. Before through. MySpace? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's showing the age, huh? I mean, I, I will say that I, 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 I toured before MySpace, too. So uh, I know. I know how it is. Yeah. I was actually just thinking about that. Uh, somebody was telling me I had to... I had to drive somewhere and somebody was like, oh, yeah, it's probably best if you just follow them because they know where it's at. And I'm like, what the fuck year is this? <laughs> like, I'm not going to follow them. That sucks. It, is, it sucks to follow somebody in a car. You know, it just sucks because you want to drive a different speed. You don't want to have to fucking constantly watch them and they don't want to have to look out for you. Just fucking use Google or whatever you got. I shouldn't, I shouldn't use that brand name because they're going to, like, sue me for uh, misappropriation or some shit. Pull but, this uh, fucking thing off. That's right. I'm going to have to talk to <laughs> Mike Zuckerman or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it, it's funny. Like, But back in the day, I think around the time before MySpace, it's like, I remember touring with nobody. I think we had one cell phone yeah. between all of us, um, if even that. And, uh, you know. You had, like, things like Map Blast and stuff, but that only worked out so good. Or, like, it was basically like Google Maps, but you would you didn't have, like, GPS on a, on a phone or some shit. So you would just print all the directions out ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, did that 12 pages of how to get to each venue. Yeah, yeah, that was good shit. I remember that. <laughs> and, then, and then you gotta, like, you get off track because you don't necessarily end up staying at the same place you were at the night before so like the directions you got to figure out how to get back on track you know <laughs> and you have to use real maps for that shit yeah there's fucking skills that the young whippersnappers don't know shit about you know true it's crazy orienteering you gotta learn that shit what do you call it orienteering well that's like what the scouts do no i get that though orientation right uh, yeah. like you gotta get oriental yeah, get, get oriental. Find your way out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it, though. That's good. Um, yeah, but uh, so you're touring real early on with the with the Shortcuts, which I think, I, I know I said it before, I think that's a great name for a band, the Shortcuts. Cool band. Yeah, and I still haven't listened to that shit. <laughs> I know you told me it was on Bandcamp, but I still fucking haven't listened to it. I don't know why. I'm like, okay, so... This is something we can talk about, too, uh, because you were a big, uh, I don't know. It's not like you were the one who, like, made me do it, but I, you definitely, like, put the idea in my head a little bit more or, like, pushed it forward where uh, I dropped Spotify because I'm yeah. like, you know, there's just been so many fucking reasons, too. Like, it was never good to begin with, with the way it, uh, like... They rip off all the artists. There's this whole, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a, a labor dispute. Mm -hmm. Or, like, not necessarily a dispute, but definitely a problem. We got all these bands that are making diddly squat. are making, like, you know, 
pennies. Oh, I. And then you got these this guy, uh, like a few people who just talk to people and have a conversation and just make up bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's like though. I'm a professional. Uh, and they're getting paid, you know, billions of dollars. I don't know. I don't know how much Joe Rogan got paid. But it's like, so there's that. And then this this whole thing with the CEO of Spotify, like the guy who created it, is like taking a big chunk of his profits and pouring it into like funding these uh, private companies that ah, I don't know. I, I don't want to say too much about it because I don't exactly know what it is. But the, basically, they, it's for funding wars, like mm. foreign wars and shit, which is fucking terrible. I know we're in the midst of that right now, and you can like. I mean, there's not much arguing. I think uh, Putin's a fucking piece of shit. And, uh, you know, I hope uh, sure. Ukrainians uh, uh, fucking get out of this okay. And, uh, you know, it's really, to me, it's, it's more about, like, fascism versus uh, honest democracy in the world. I think, uh, you know, like, well, maybe we're possibly already at the point of World War Three, considering it's affecting the whole world. Anyway, that's why I quit Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the dark road. That's the junction. That's, we go down the dark road. That's about we, it, you know? We keep it light. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I quit Spotify, you know, like, and I could even use the free version, but I'm like, no, if I'm going to quit, I'm going to fucking quit. I'm not going to use the free version either because then I'm still streaming shit that people, uh, you know, getting paid for that ain't me. <laughs> So, you know, fucking pay me. I'll, then maybe I'll use Spotify. But uh, Bandcamp. Yeah, so you've switched. All right. Uh, cool. Pretty much. I mean, I would still like to get a fucking thing for, for uh, you know, listening to, like, more of the mainstream stuff that I like. Because that's harder to find on Bandcamp. Yeah, or it's to just be not honest. on there. It kind yeah, of yeah. depends on the label, I guess. Exactly. Um, even though a lot of Fat Records stuff just ain't on there. But uh, a lot of it is. So Yeah, they have a Bandcamp, I think. Yeah, I think they do. It's just like not every album is on yeah. and whatnot. Um, or maybe it is. Maybe I'm full of shit. I don't listen to Fat Records bands that much anyway. <laughs> I mean, I do. I love it. But uh, yeah, Bandcamp. I remember when that shit started. Like uh, Nick Woods from Direct Hit put their shit out on Bandcamp right away. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I found out more about it. It's was like, anybody can just put this shit up here? That's fucking cool. That is cool. And it's still that way. Yeah. Yeah. It might change now. I think it's just kind of been bought out a little bit, but watch the space. Hopefully well, not. hopefully, I think I think it's kind of stick to what what it is. So yeah, because they they merged with like a gaming company, but I feel so, like yeah. that might have been more mutual. Because honestly, like I feel like Bandcamp has been blowing up so much mm-hmm. that I mean maybe that's why a, a company I don't know who is bigger honestly at this point. If the, the the gaming company or the band camp was, well, I mean, they did it's band camp Fridays, didn't they? And I think everyone they still do that. Attention. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. paid attention to that. And oh, for sure. And then they they've just come so along so far since like the early days. Yeah, I remember the real bummer back then was they didn't have like a search thing, so like uh, there was no way you like had to go to a band's like probably MySpace page yeah. and fucking. See where they posted their Bandcamp link to find like their music on there. Oh, awesome. So now you know you can search for shit. You can search by genre if you just want to find new shit. I fucking should be sponsored by Bandcamp for saying yeah. all this stuff, right? Um, 
Could but anyway, yeah, cool. I'd be into it. It's cool though, you know. Most of the time, I know labels are on there, but if you're gonna support someone like independent, and most of the money's going directly to them. So yeah, I, almost all of it, especially I, on free Fridays or whatever. Yeah, I think I, from what I'm aware, there's no better way to get money directly to an artist. Like at the absolutely. Moment, so. I mean, yeah, without going to see him live or some shit. Yeah, for like Joe McMahon, myself, or mm-hmm. Billy Liar, like, yeah. Hell yeah. I can't think of a better way. Yeah. So anyway, you're touring. <laughs> this is the way I talk. I was getting sidetracked. Can't wait till I had, um, with the shortcuts. How do you end up, what was the next spot for you? Because you uh, went to a few different places before you ended up in Leipzig, Germany. Yeah. No, I, I think I quit the band. Um, and went traveling with a, an old partner that uh, kind of ended up in Australia for a while. Yeah. Came back. I think I was just bored of shouting. I was just bored of being oh, angry yeah. all the fucking time. I'd stopped playing rugby by then, so... All right, that's was just a big the big change. Punk, yeah, yeah. Just, the punk rock was just ended up not being enough to get all the aggression out. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. That'll happen. Fuck knows how old was I when that happened. But, yeah, eventually I go, I go traveling and see the world. And then come back to music years later. And that's just how I yeah. ended up jumping in the van with, with punk bands that I'd met through years of being in the shortcuts. And All right. So back up, <laughs> like you're seeing the world. How are you doing this? Like, I know you went like on a long bike trip, right? Yeah, that was years later. Yeah, I did the bike trip for cycle from England to Australia. So what are you like hopping trains or some shit at this point or what? <laughs> no, just the all day, every day on a bike. Yeah. But I mean, before that, after you quit the shortcuts, you see in the world. Uh, just how do you get around? Backpacking. Oh, just backpacking. Yeah, just okay. the, the 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 normal way that people take like a year out and. Yeah, well, see, I understand that, but then like, you just hoof it everywhere. You fucking walking through trees and stuff. No, that's. Oh, you get. Oh, you take like trains somewhere and like hang out. Find some friends and stuff like that. I Train, suppose, right? Buses, staying in, staying in what they called hostels, staying in hostels. Oh yeah. Yeah. After I went to uni, and then after uni, I worked in a camera shop for a year or two, and just saved up as much money as I possibly could. And by Hostel, uni, we're talking about what the Germans call university, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In 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 America, we call it college. It sounds ah. that's. A much more American-sounding word. Hey, you going to college? Yeah, I've been to uni. What? We have yeah. high school college and uni. We have high school college? No, we have high school, then college. Oh. And then uni. Yeah, I've heard of that too, but I don't understand how that works. Ah, I wish we could all just use the same fucking words sometimes. Well, yeah, but I, but like we got nothing between, you know, we got high school and then college. And that's it. So I don't know like what and uni is. <laughs> I mean, you get like what you you go get like a degree or some shit, and That's then you it. can go back for like a a bigger degree. Yeah, I guess so. But God, I'm in debt already from my degree. So if I went back and did a bigger degree, that would uh, oh yeah be the end of me. Um, but no, I'm a I'm a graphic designer. I've got a graphic design degree. Oh yeah, that's. That's right, because you do screen... Yeah, I I learned how to do that, but it kind of stems from doing all the artwork for, like, bands and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's great. Um, I mean, that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's where all the fucking... All the love from the punk rock playing to the artwork, it all just combines, and I remember, like, some of the... Some of the first records that I bought are still kind of imprinted on me, like the Suicide Machines. 
Oh yeah. Destruction for definition. Destruction by definition. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking great record. One of the first ones. I've oh got. yeah, that's one of the fucking best punk rock albums ever. I think. I mean, I, I think it's super underrated. I I think it, if I say that, people are going to be like, oh, fuck you, Green. You don't know shit about punk rock. And I'll be like, fuck you, dude. You grew up in the 90s? It was tight. <laughs> shit was tight back the fucking then. Fucking bassist is amazing. Yeah. Royce Nunley. That's how I learned how to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, one of those songs I played in every, every gig. Hell yeah. You know those folks? Uh, we've met... Uh, some of them, <laughs> like uh, oh, yeah, one, of, one of one of one of one of the uh, fuck. What's the new band that uh, one of the guys is in? Break Anchor or something? I think it's called Break Anchor. We played with them, and uh, yeah, but I think uh, I think they might have a new album out actually. Now that we're talking about it, have to check that uh, out because I guess like you oh, know, yeah, they, they're probably out around there. They're cool dudes, you know. Even though they they were directly like on a major label like right away. Okay. Fucking Capitol Records. That's some MC Hammer shit right there. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> some good good ass shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they're doing it again. Um, so maybe they'll be playing Riot Fest or something soon. That'd be cool. Maybe I'll go to America again and see that. Yeah, maybe I'll get over there as well. <laughs> yeah, you should. You never been to, to America? No, I never thought that. I was supposed to, and I was had a couple of gigs booked for. Heading down from New York down to what's not not Riot Fest? What's it? What's the one in Florida? Oh, Fest. Fest. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah I had um had some gigs booked at Fest one year, and then that just Was fell it through. The got year twenty twenty. <laughs> Feels like it. Yeah. No, something happened. So the guy I was going to tour with couldn't get through from Canada to America. I can't remember the reasons now, but the border <sighs> got closed for something. That's weird. It usually goes the other way. <laughs> Seriously, like, there, well, actually, there was a thing, I think, when, because uh, Canada legalized, had legalized weed before America. So because of that, America got a little more picky about who could come from Canada to America, but usually it goes the other way where it's harder to get into Canada because if you have like a DUI or mm. something, uh, it's not that's not a felony in America, but it is in Canada. So because it's like a national offense, they won't let you in. And there's been like actually shit. I think uh, maybe you, I mean, well, shit. I think somebody from a band that we're friends with <laughs> uh, had that happen, and you got to go through a big rigmarole to get it taken off your record early, uh, and then you know because you can say like, "Look, I make money doing this. Mm. If you don't want me to leave, lead a life of crime, then you should want me to make more money doing this legit shit, and therefore I need this off my record. Uh, can you help me out, bud?" And then they will, but then the the Canadians are still like, well, it's off your record, but you're still not good for like three years or some shit. So uh, yeah, don't fuck up. That's a good the good rule, you know. I'm a fucking goody two shoes. I ain't fucked up. Yeah, that's right. Canada would Canada would love me. They probably would. I don't know why they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think America would too. So you gotta get in there. Um, That'd be nice. Yeah. There's lots of cool festivals, and I'm glad that they're happening again. I don't know how safe it actually is, but, you know, I guess everybody's at this point is just saying, fuck it. We have to now, I think, at some point. Yeah, I guess so. I was all dug in. I was like, hey, you know, like, 
fucking I, I can dig a hole and like lay in there for like uh, years on end and like got this fucking, fucking lake house now haven't you that's so, right I got a lake house everybody I don't it's, know if you broke in here and it's actually yours but well you know like uh, squatters rights or whatever alright um but you know yeah we got we got it going on you know it's, some shit is kind of cool like some cool stuff kind of there's some silver liners that came out of this whole Kofi disaster yeah. um yeah and you know Fucking A, like, uh... Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life. Aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or uh, medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs. Because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuporedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a Stupid Red Merch Company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah, uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now... Right now, if you go on there and at checkout, you use the code PRISON, you can get 15% off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Stupidredmerch.com Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because, you know, you got to look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in, like, Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland, to be exact. But, you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out the website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know crazy shit uh yeah man's guitars at gmail.com as far as email goes it's where you email them and while you're at it get your band a tour in europe and stop by the shop michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you i'm sure and you could tell them green sent you yeah man's vintage and used guitars
And yeah, I think everybody's everybody's afraid of those nuclear weapons. So, uh, you know, so much the nuclear deterrent did for everybody except for Russia. It's like it's not a deterrent unless you decide to be an asshole. Can we not just smuggle you into Russia and just have you fucking steal all their nukes? (sighs) That's my plan. That would be like the ultimate crime. And then we would be redeemed and our records would be cleared because they'd be like, you saved the world. You're like the guardians of the galaxy, but for Earth. Fucking A. Oh, shit. You might be onto something. We sh- we'll, we'll talk about this off air. All right. All right. Uh, because, you know, we never know who's listening. That's right. Um, so sorry. To get back on track. All good. Your life story. Uh, what was it like growing up in Manchester anyway? Like, I've been all over England, uh, the UK. Do you, call, do you consider yourself from England or the UK or Britain? Is there a difference? Because I heard from some people there's certainly a difference. Yeah, for a long time, I just said I was British because my dad's Welsh. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I was born in England. Like Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, I was born in Manchester, lived there for the first few years, but then we moved to a little town called Northwich between... Um, All right. Between Manchester and Liverpool. So I'm kind of like halfway between fucking Oasis and the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, there's some, there's some really fucking good music coming out of that town now. Um, friends that I used to do the shortcuts with and some other friends they do a band called Kicked in the Teeth um, they've just released like a second record yeah people should go and check that out because it's fucking great on um, Bandcamp um, yeah probably on Bandcamp <laughs> that's that's gonna be like the big slogan though is gonna be like on Bandcamp probably yeah <laughs> cause nobody really knows it's up to the band but you know most of it's on there ah uh, Northridge man just it was just one of those places where there was just fucking nothing happening. Like, it was close to the motorway, so people could escape if they wanted to, but... Yeah. You know, I just... Me, personally, I lived in, like, a, a little village on the outside of a shitty town. It's a cool town now, but it used to be a shitty town. And I just had my bike. Like, I used to have my bike and had to go and cycle, like, a few miles to go and... See that's, friends. Yeah, to that's how punk rock is. Do shit. Yeah, that's, that's just. There's no. You were. You were never had a chance. Just had. You to, were always destined to be in a punk rock band. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> by, by, by that kind of uh, yeah thing going on, there was no real chance. Like I was bored, had all this energy. I was bouncing off the walls since I was like ten years old. Yeah, it was always going to be punk rock. It was. Always, I was always going to fall into it somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good. Um. So then you went out and you saw the world. Was this, you went, now I know there's a couple of places you went to. I don't know the order or like how you ended up there. But the big ones for me, you said you were in Australia for a while? Yeah. You did some welding and shit? (laughs) You were like, I'm going to go to Australia and weld some fucking kangaroos. (laughs) I don't know. Man, fucking weld those things together, create monsters. Yeah, they're already our monsters. I was staying with someone. We um, the second time that I got out there with the last of my money, bought a van, and found a futon on the side of the road and learned how to weld it into the van. So that I kind of oh, basically wow. bought like an old van off like an old builder or something. It was totally empty. Yeah. Australia has these cool things, like, I think once a week or once a month, people put good stuff on the side of the road for other people to pick up. We found a futon bed, yeah, so I welded that into the van. That's the only welding I've ever done. Like, I've 
And I was, it was hard. Yeah, I bet. Well, the first time is probably the hardest, especially if you aren't trained to some shit. Um, well, that's good. <laughs> but you didn't, like, get a job doing that. You were just... Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah, I ended up working in a hotel. Oh, but not welding. No, not welding. Definitely not welding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. Australia. You How there? the fuck... We did a tour in Australia, yeah, the Hits and Pits Festival, which uh, <laughs> we got paid for. A lot of bands didn't get paid. But uh, it was a hell of a time. I'll say that. Uh, Australia is fucking cool. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun in Australia. Oh, hell yeah. There's just so much uh, space. And uh, (laughs) everybody there is, like, fun and happy. And Well, I don't know if everybody's happy, but, like, they're definitely ready to party whenever you are. And uh, that's what we like. You know, it was good. I think it's the only country that ever partied me out. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We got a great story about that that I'm saving for uh, if I ever get on the Sailor Jerry podcast, uh, because uh, the singer from the Bronx does the Sailor Jerry podcast. And I got a great story about how we were saved by the Sailor Jerry rep uh, when we got stranded in Australia. And he did not want to be stranded in Australia. Like, out of all the places in the world to be stranded... Actually, it could have been, we could have been stranded in Japan and that would have definitely been worse. <laughs> but, because we've been there too, but like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's nuts. So, uh, if you want to hear that story, you know, hit up Sailor Jerry. Right. Intruder Green's got a great story about getting stranded. Nice. I can't, I can't share it otherwise. I'm going like, to fucking hit him up. Yeah. Singer of the Ranks. All right, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> or Sailor Jerry. I'm not sure who actually does the booking. For that but probably probably him uh but yeah yeah do you need something else to drink because i do yeah i got soda and i got booze we don't want to drink booze so i do have a shandy i mean that's not super alcoholic i don't have any alcohol free stuff uh, shandy will be fine yeah 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 that, i got that one or these ones even links back to uh me playing rugby Oh, yeah, that's we, right. We grab a shandy at the end of the game. It's a shandy at the end of the game. That's good. Fuck. In the, I'm in a tiki lake house and Intruder Green's, like, making me drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's this right. Dope. Oh, yeah. Let, well, you can open that. It's a can. <laughs> you know how to do that, right? Oh, can I? It's been a while. Yeah. Where is a glass for me? Because I... Mm. You're not common like me. What's that? You're not common like me. You got a drink from a glass. Oh no! It's because I'm making a drink. I'm not, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not just drinking some straight out of a can because I can't do shandies. The Radlers. I mean, if anybody doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about, because you're from America or some shit, they probably have them there too. But I, they're called something else. But it's basically half and half, like lemonade and beer. And the reason I can't do it is because you get half the alcohol of a regular beer and like half plus half the sugar of a lemonade. And I'm like, I don't want those. If I'm going to have half the sugar of a lemonade, I need to have it with like rum or something. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I, I got to make the calories count. I think that's my thing. So you're mixing yourself up a tiki drink. Uh, yeah, with right. Pepsi and rum. If there's rum in it, it's a tiki drink, right? Yeah. Like, that's the way it works. That's how, that's, that's how I take it. Yeah. Also, shout out, if they want to become a sponsor, Now I, I shouted out Sailor Jerry, and now I'm going to shout out Bacardi. 
Because, you know, Bacardi, people are like, oh, whatever, they're the mainstream wrong, who cares? It's actually pretty fucking good for the price. And now they're doing this Bacardi Spiced, and it's fucking delicious. But I will say, I have to thank you, Sammy, for bringing my first drink of the night, which is this Quartiermeister. Uh, it's a Biohellish. Yeah, it's nice. Which, uh, yeah, and it's green, which I appreciate. I mean, the actual beer isn't green. It's not fucking St. Patty's Day in Boston or some shit. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's a green label. And, uh, you know, it's Biohellish, so it's like uh, made from nature and shit, which I appreciate that too. I've actually decided, I think I'm going to start doing like a Greens Corner where I rant about how, how to save the environment soon. Yeah, Because sure. like, you know, that's the thing to do with uh, all it, if you've got a podcast, you got to rant about something political a little bit. And if I just talk about like war and women's rights and shit too much, then everybody's going to be like, oh, that, we know, we know. Uh, I heard it on uh, Savage Love or whatever. But if I talk about the environment, that could be a good thing. Yeah, of course. I thought that was why you chose green in the first place. Oh, uh, yeah. Someone. It's also just my favorite color. And it, I didn't really choose it either. I was just kind of born this way. It chose you. It absolutely did. But yeah, is the, is the company called Quartiermeister? Yeah. Yeah, Quartiermeister. I don't know what that means. Nah. I have no <laughs> idea. But Meister means master. So master of something since 2010. I mean, that's actually pretty old for a microbrewery in Germany. Good bands. Good that's band. the thing. Like, most of the breweries in Germany are so old that they've been True. making the same beer for so long that, uh, you know, it's a little outdated sometimes. Yeah. But this stuff, you could tell it's kind of new. But, like, not too new. They actually know what they're doing. And it's a, it's a hellish, which is actually a beer I actually like. It's kind of like uh, if you live in, a, in a Wisconsin... You, you, I think Spotted Cow might be kind of like a Hellas. It's like a really light wheat beer. It's like almost more like just a lager, but it's got a little bit of that almost fruity wheat taste yeah, in it, to it. it. Like just a hint of it. So, uh... They're pretty local as well. Yeah. They're from Leipzig? Nah, outskirts. Okay. But yeah, well, yeah. Or an hour away, something like that. Whatever. They're not national. But you can buy it here in Leipzig. Yeah, that's good stuff. So anyway, shout out to them. I'm going to tag them on yeah, all my posts now. Uh, maybe we'll take a picture later. Green beer for green. I will never admit to having uh, drank a rum and Pepsi after that because uh, that's what I'm drinking the whole time. <laughs> yeah, according to me. Cheers. Cheers, Brage. Pause for drinks. All right. So you made it to Australia. Was that the first like big move you made? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Break between bands, break between music, yeah. going to see the world a little bit. Good decision. Would yeah. recommend it to anyone. Oh, yeah. So, like, but but you say see the world, but, like, was it just Australia? Or did you, like, you, no, like, we, no, we that was to... part of your whole backpacking thing? Yeah, yeah. We okay. had to stop over in, where's Santa Monica? Santa Monica? Yeah. We... I thought you never went to America. No, I just remembered that I did. I've been to New York as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been twice. So wait, but just like LAX, at the airport? Yes, yeah, Los Angeles, right? We flew into <laughs> yeah. LA. Yeah, Santa Monica's. Been, so yeah, I must have been in Santa Monica for a couple of days. 
on the way to I, for a couple of days even mm. not just like a layover at the airport yeah man because i remember we were in santa monica and i was like fucking how big are those curbs <laughs> yeah curbs over in america are up to my knees i don't know about that and i ate some good burritos yeah i well. guess the, the curbs in america are definitely bigger than, normally than the ones here because everybody has to drive on the curb here because the streets are fucking were made in the what 12th century or something <laughs> so they're made for like a tiny horse and a tiny carriage mm-hmm. not these fucking uh big ass sprinters everybody drives around now uh yeah so everybody's got to drive on the curb here in america they're like now we know people are going to be driving suvs build We're those fucking keep you roads on the road with these big ass curbs exactly you can just fucking bounce right off them it's all good <laughs> yeah that's great. So you have been to America. That's yeah, it wonderful. turns out. Yeah, it turns if out. If you look at your passport, it probably says America uh, <laughs> right on there. Fuck, I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> but not touring. We were talking yeah, about right, touring. So. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Santa Monica you were in. I don't know. But LAX you were. But yeah, you hung out in Santa Monica or something? Yeah, I must have flown into LAX. and. LAX is a great airport. I don't remember. Do you know what year that was? Like what, around what time? No. I guess it doesn't really matter because I've only been to LAX twice, uh, but holy shit, that airport is fucking fantastic. I remember the sign. That's all I remember. I've got a terrible memory. Yeah. I think I, I feel it feels because I've just had to remember so many bass lines and song lyrics through the years. I don't have room for anything else in there. Oh, yeah. I know how that goes. I don't have room for anything <laughs> at all. So, uh, yeah, I know how that goes. Just crying. Yeah. That's the fun stuff. All right. <laughs> so, LAX, so was that like on your layover to uh, Australia? Yeah. Yeah, okay, because that's the way you fly. You want to go across the Pacific. Yeah, on the way out. Yeah, that's right. On the way back, we came back via Thailand. Yes, this is many years ago. I huh. Don't remember it well. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, like, what the best route to go on the other side of the world is. You never know. Yeah, especially when you're here in Germany. It's like, how? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Just start walking, bud. Yeah, well. You'll get there eventually. Or get on your bike. Yeah. I've done it. You can can get places. Yeah. But the other place I've heard you talk about is being in Nepal, was it? Yeah. That was the second big adventure of my life. The fuck did you end up there? (laughs) Was that a goal? Or did you just like wake up one day and you were like, (gasps) headed east. I did so many drugs and now I'm on a plane and I don't even know where I'm going. Oh my God, it's Nepal. No, that's, I cycled there. There was no planes of, well, kind of, but not massive. 22,000 kilometers by bike. Wow. Yeah, I basically cycled to Nepal from uh, Northwich. That's pretty crazy. It's like a different life. Yeah, that's definitely a different life. Different I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. I was thinking about, fuck, I've been to Nepal. It was so cool. Being in Kathmandu and just being there. And how life over the last two years is so totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for everybody, but, you know, like a lot... There's quite a few people who was like, really, you're pissed off because you have to keep going to your job and you sit around the house. What were you doing before? Sorry, I I shouldn't get down on people. I know... (laughs) You gotta, you gotta choose your battles or whatever. Uh, gotta but, do what uh, you gotta do. Dan the man, don't fucking, you know, get it, figure out a way out. Uh, but that's cool. You went to Nepal and like, was did you like? Was it just like, uh, I don't know, what's that movie about Nepal? I can't think of. 
You're not going to say seven years in Tibet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that might have been what I was thinking of, but that's... Brad Pitt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So it was just <laughs> like that, right? Yeah, it's amazing. You kind of, uh, you basically... Kind uh, of like orange ready brick of the buildings. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's the first thing I remember, but... Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I went trekking in the Himalayas. That was oh, an yeah. amazing... Tell you what's an amazing thing. To be surrounded by fucking the biggest mountains in the world and hear a thunderstorm. Oh, hell yeah. God, I wish everyone could experience that. It's scary as fuck, but makes you realize how small you are. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I believe it to be true. Oh, man, now I can just only try to picture that. Um, yeah, we're doing good. Uh, well, that's cool. Like, but, but what did you do there? Like, you just hung out? Like, just how do you... Because, like, you can't be working... No, this the the cycling trip was basically the my life savings. Oh, just, okay. Um, it came down to the point. I had a nice job as a marketing and event manager for a cool um, kayak company called a Piranha Kayaks. Oh wow! And um, it came to, down to the point where I was like, "Do I stay here and buy a house and just stay here for the rest of my life, or do I want to fuck it all off? Yeah, and take a take a chance and go and see the world. Yeah." I, I took the chance when, and just want just didn't want to look back on my life and not think that I got the most out of it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, fuck it. I'm I mean, for it. that's why a lot of people fucking join a punk rock band. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't go anywhere, at least you're probably going to, I mean, as far as like bands in the States, you're probably going to see a good amount of that, like the United States. And maybe you will eventually end up in Canada, uh, Canada or like some other countries and stuff. But, like, to go to Nepal, that's a fucking trip. That's fucking cool. That is a trip. Yeah. The the closest thing I can compare that to is we went to Japan. And just as far as it being, like, a a cultural difference. Like, obviously, Australia was culturally different, too. But I feel like, you know, uh, Europe is more culturally different from America than yeah. Australia is. Because, I mean, you know, everybody speaks... Well, they sort of speak English there. I mean, we would say you guys sort of speak English. I don't know. I don't know what true English is. You guys probably think you guys do it right, but like... I definitely don't anymore. I'm forgetting English. It's too much German's made it into my head. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing none of you speak Jap- Japanese. No, yeah, no, not at all. We had a we had a nice uh, guy, uh, Ken, who plays in uh, toy guitar. And, uh, what else is he? No, he's not in Toy Guitar. He's in, uh, fucking, now I'm going to get all these bands mixed up and say he's in a band that he's not in. (laughs) Dead to me. Um, and I think another band, I can't remember what the fuck he's in, but he's, he's been like, uh, involved with Fat Records for a real long time. Uh, and he was kind of like the guy who set everything up and like fucking, uh, he took us out, showed us around, like, if we wanted to know where to go to get good sushi in town, told us what to do. And it wasn't even hot. We didn't even have to ask him. It was just like, he was like, oh, yeah, hey, we're going to go get sushi around the corner. Why this place around the corner? Is it really good? No, it's just around the corner. Also, you're in Japan. So, yes, it's good. Like, what the, the fuck you want? Is he Japanese? Yeah. I'm playing dead to me. Did he used to play in a Lookout Records band? I think I met him in Switzerland. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know if he's how long he's been in Dead to Me. 
And now, now I'm venturing into topics that I should know more about, <laughs> but I just don't because I never keep up with like who's in what band and all this fucking drama and bullshit. I'm just like, hey, this guy's here. I liked him. Let's hang out. Yeah, and Meadows Hook, yeah, Meadows Hooks in Geneva after that show. And I remember speaking to one of them and he was like, yeah, I used to play in the Lookout Records band. I can't fucking remember what the oh, Lookout shit. Records band was. Yeah, I don't know either. Cool. Yeah. Because that's how we both got into punk, right? Lookout Records? I think so. I think for the most part, yeah. I, I mean, I honestly, to be truthful, I didn't know about Green Day until they were on uh, the major label. They came out with Dookie and shit. Yeah. Um, and then... The explosion. But yeah, but obviously, once you start digging, because I was the perfect age for it, uh, suddenly you find out about Lookout Records and, you know, all these other bands that are on there. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Then you start digging deep and deep and deep. And it's like, oh, suddenly you're like aware of not only all these other mainstream bands that are also, you know, considered to be punk rock at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it's not that Green Day was the first punk rock band to go mainstream. It was because obviously, I mean, the fucking Ramones were big, big, huge and, you know, whatnot. Um, Bad Religion, you know, like fucking bands like that. Uh, but they were the ones who kind of like, I don't know, it was just perfect timing for some reason. And, uh, you know, obviously you dig in and fucking get into Lookout Records. And uh, it was also, there was the trifecta, I think. You know, because it was 1994. They came out with Doogie. You also had Rancid coming out with uh, An Outcome to Wolves. But that was on Epitaph. And that was like, oh, this is a small label that's suddenly just blowing up. And then they had the biggest selling independent uh, record of all time, fucking The Offspring. Oh, fuck yeah, what were they on? Epitaph. That's also Epitaph. Well, it used to be, I think it was Nitro before that. Which Nitro, I don't really know what's up with that label. But I think the fucking, uh, maybe the fucking uh, Vandals were on that. And maybe one of them like runs it now or something. But it, that was a real small label, I think. Yeah. And uh, Epitaph was like a step above. And then once they did that shit, they fucking blew up. And uh, suddenly it was like, oh, wait, punk rock? And like, because I remember, you know, like people, people older than me were always like, oh, punk rock, like the Sex Pistols. And I was like, yeah, they're cool, I guess, whatever. I'm not that into it, but I don't hate it, whatever. But then like once this stuff was happening, I was like, well, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Faster. Yeah. Faster, maybe a little more aggressive and... uh I don't know, a little more driving, you know? Mm. That was the big thing about American punk rock, I think. It's it's got more like drive to it. Not that this I know. I keep talking about how great American punk rock is and you're not even from America. <laughs> I'm this in your country and I'm sorry. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you did your big thing and uh now you're in Leipzig, Germany. How'd you end up here? Torin. Yeah. Torin. Torin, Torin, Torin came through. Met someone, um, went back on tour, stayed in touch with the person who's now my partner. Yeah. And then I would just be like, I think I need to move out of here. Like, oh, it, shit. It, it made sense back then to not always have to go back to the UK. Yeah. Because um, you didn't really have like anything like that in the UK. No, there was, there was nothing going in the UK. All my friends had kind of settled down, bought houses and yeah. were raising kids. And it was kind of, I was... Because I did a lot of the cycle journey, it kind of, it's almost as if I was living for like five years later or something. 
Okay, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, all your friends kind of moved on and, like, did the normal stuff that you do. But you were, like, taking a break from that. Yeah, I was kind of in no man's land for a while. Yeah. And then, yeah, loads of the bands that I knew needed drivers or support acts. Oh, yeah. So I would just fucking jump in a band, jump in a van with any band I could. And then, yeah, just ended up moving out of here. Um, it's a similar story to a lot of fucking people. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, 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 could, I could talk a lot about that and, you know, talk about falling in love, but Boy. let's get back to punk rock. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll do that off camera. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I know. I, I think I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, I don't know. Because you, you got here before I did. Did I? Yeah. I thought it was around. Yeah, I think it was around the same time. Yeah, maybe I was a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. You don't live here anyway, do you? You're just passing through. Well, you know, technically, my residence is, you know, prison. But, uh, you know, they'll find me when they find me. They're not going to find you in a fucking lake house. That's right. That's the last place. Never expected. That's right. Keep it up. Fucking. Uh, and if I if they do, I got I got some bribe stuff. I, got, I give them a koi fish. <laughs> Be like, hey, Ossifer, check this uh, koi fish out. That's worth like a bunch of money, I bet. Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So you've, you ain't been playing in a band for a while, though, right? Like, what's no. the last band you played in? Fuck. Um, yeah, maybe even the shortcuts. Really? Possibly. I've, I've tried... Leipzig's one of those places where I've tried to I get I feel fun. like you should remember that if that was the last band. Because that's like the only band <laughs> <laughs> that we've talked about. I mean, what else has there been? What? I think I've just been playing acoustic stuff under different names for like the last 10 years. Well, there but you go. Even so many different names, I've kind of forgotten what <laughs> bands I've played in. <laughs> it doesn't even matter to me anymore. I just As long as I get out there and play and... Yeah. Get to sing and have a laugh with people. I don't care if I'm a performer on my own right or if I'm playing with someone else's band. I don't care anymore. I just want to play. Yeah. These last two years have taught me I just want to fucking play, play, get out there, get back in touch with the people that I've lost touch with. Yeah, that's the big thing for me. See my friends, party on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That the big thing for me is really, like, missing those people that, even though that you hang out with, like one or two times a year because you're in their town. Yeah. And now it's been like three years. Yeah, fuck Basically. Or longer, you know, uh, without touring. And it's like, fuck, really miss those people. I want to see if you can still fucking do high kicks. I want to see too. <laughs> I, I think... Uh, I've never seen I you play. I think I still fuck. got it. But, you know, I'm going to have to start doing some yoga and shit. Uh, fucking uh, get a chiropractor probably. I feel like I aged like uh, 20 years in this uh, two-year span. Yeah, me too. Amen. But uh, <laughs> we'll get back to it, you know, eventually. Maybe I'll take some, uh, I don't know, some good drugs or something. That'll do it. Uh, <laughs> we got to get limber. That's, yeah, absolutely. You got to stay limber. It, you can't, I don't know. I feel like you reach a certain point. You can't get limber no more. You got to stay limber. And that's, you got to stretch. You got to do the stuff. Gotta stay hydrated. That's the hottest part for That's me amazing. is staying hydrated. Because I'm like drinking beers and stuff. I'm like, what? It's liquid. Don't that make me hydrated? Nah, Green. No. I'm like, come on. 
What do I got to drink? Water? That's boring. <laughs> um, plus, I have fish pish in it. That's that's what uh, uh, one of our good buds was from the UK. Timmy. Timmy UK says, uh, never drink this stuff. Fish piss in it. He loves his Strongbow, though. <laughs> Drinks the shit out of some Strongbow. Um, so shout out to Timmy. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so getting into your acoustic stuff, though, it's very, uh, I mean, I don't know, I guess I haven't heard it all, but I've heard the recent stuff that you put out, and it's, it's very, like, I don't know what, what the word is, but it's, it's, (laughs) it's, it seems like you are trying to do something very different from, like, being in a punk rock band. Oh yeah, it's totally not punk at all. It was the last thing was um, uh, four songs from home. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's just um, super intimate. Just stripped down, <sighs> no retakes. Just one take of each song. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. Wow. If it wasn't, if it wasn't first take, it was second. Definitely didn't do three takes of the songs. And you recorded it yourself, you said, right? Yeah, it's just in the, it's just in the bedroom and just me and the mic. Just as kind of quiet as possible and just yeah. trying to be calming in people's ears, I think. Yeah. Uh, people <laughs> probably need that a little bit these yeah. days. That's the thing. It's like when you're a punk rocker, you think like, oh, yeah, we want punk rock all the time. But sometimes, sometimes maybe you need something a little different. Yeah, it's nice to turn off and chill out for a while. And I got the nicest compliment from that record, actually, people saying they felt like it, it made them want to sit in a cozy chair and drink yeah. hot chocolate. Oh yeah, and I was like, yeah, that sounds that's, great. Oh yeah, it's like a nice a way to describe a feeling from a record. Record. Oh shit, yeah, that sounds real good. I would say that too right now, except I would like to sit in a comfy chair and probably drink rum with a uh, Pepsi Cola. I need to sit in a comfy chair and take a piss. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Do you need to actually do that? Yeah. All right, let's uh, take a break, and then we'll finish this up when you get back. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so I don't know where we were at, but it sounds like uh, you ended up in Leipzig. You, you're doing this acoustic stuff. Oh, yeah, I, that was the question I wanted to ask, because we were talking about how like your latest music is real mellow, uh, almost like anti-punk rock or some shit. Uh, Maybe I would I would say that I don't know if that's how you feel about it, but it could be. These days, I just try and write words that mean something to me. <laughs> All right, uh, that's hard to do sometimes. Yeah, it's just I've never written about politics. I've never. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy. It's it's just um, a lot of shit about traveling, seeing places. Just easygoing shit. I just like like. Marshmallows going into my ears. That's 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 the songs I'm writing. In moment. Yeah. All right. I could see that. That'd be a weird picture. <laughs> Painted. Uh. Yeah. But you did a bunch of other like acoustic stuff before this. Like, you are you like trying to reinvent yourself every time, like Ziggy Stardust or whatnot, or like why? <laughs> no. Well, but like, you, like different uh, acoustic. You just go by a different name every time and do the same songs, or what? Ah, uh, yeah. I've, I've since over the last few years, I've played as King Siesta. <laughs> okay. Um, Secret Burrito Club. 
<laughs> All right. So, have you ever been to Mexico? Because it seems like we got a fucking theme going here. Yeah, I need to. I need yeah. yeah, Mexico is top of the list. But you were in Santa Monica, so did, that's the question I should have asked, and I will ask you now. Did you have any fucking Mexican food while you were there? Yeah, I think so. From what I remember, I had the best burritos I've ever so. eaten. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I remember seeking them out as well. That's right. Not that Santa Monica has the best burritos, but, you know, Southern California in general has pretty great Mexican food. Um, also, other parts of uh, the U.S. have great Mexican food. And also Mexico. <laughs> Not leaving them out, but, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's top yeah. of my to-do list. Top of my to-go list, Mexico. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. You can get a little taste of Mexico down in Nuremberg because of Crazy Nates. Oh, I still need to check. Yeah, I need that. I need to go there. And by Mexico, I mean uh, West Coast Mexican, not uh, fucking uh, actual Mexican. Because Nate's not Mexican. He tries to make a clear line there. He's not socially uh, appropriate. Okay. Is that the white? Yeah. The right white. Okay, good. Crazy Nate's. Mm-hmm. So you got the album out and you're playing shows now. That's the, that's the plan. That's the plan. I go back to it at some point. Some point soon, sooner rather than later, because if I don't start now, I'm not going to go back to it. Yeah. Mm. And and it's on Bandcamp. Yeah, I'm Bandcamp. Sammy H. Stevens, you'll find it. Excellent. Um, where do you? Is there any place to play in town? I don't know. I don't know where to play. Um. Or what to plug? Yeah, I'm got a place around the corner from me where I'm gonna play. Oh yeah. It's like a hot dog place. Oh. <laughs> Oh wait, a hot dog place. So it's fucking uh, it's it's German uh, hot uh, bratwurst. Oh, uh, Turing a bratwurst. No, it's 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 this cool little place. It's like this. It's called Beard Brothers, Beard Brothers and Sisters. Okay. It's like a minute away from where I live, and it's just easy. There are cool people there. The stage is above where they serve the hot dogs. Wow. It's, it's stupid for a show. It's, yeah. It's such a bad like setup for show. Real bad. But then you, you, you on the roof, um, Lemmy is painted on the roof, so you perform oh, right under good. Lemmy, and I'm like, fucking, well, if I'm going to come back after three, four years, five years off, I don't know how long it's been. Yeah. My last show was playing with Tim Bantol, actually. Oh, shit. Fucking years ago. Yeah, I haven't seen that guy in a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to play under Lemmy, and maybe that'll bring some spirit back. Yes. And and honestly, I mean, we're all playing on the Lemmy. Fucking let's toast. And that's a good way to end the podcast. Uh, Sammy, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We'll uh, we'll see you in a club or on Bandcamp soon. Anything else you need to plug? Nah, I'm Shit, good, I didn't man. even ask you about a fucking crime story. I'm losing it. <laughs> I haven't done one of these in so long. Crime story? Fuck it. Uh, all right, crime story, crime story. I, I remember being pulled over by the cops. No. <laughs> me and um, the drummer of the show called Bundy yeah um, who now plays in Kick to the Teeth we were putting up posters around Northwich and late at night got back into his car and we're like fuck that was cool we just fly a town proper pasted some posters up and yeah. um like you do yeah then over, over comes the the police oh <sighs> busted but we, we're putting posters up? Yeah. Oh, it's not legal? They're like, you know we have CT, really good CCTV here, right? So, yeah, they, they, they called us, but we didn't, mm. we, we, we didn't get in trouble. And uh, hopefully he doesn't get in trouble for, for me telling that story, because he's like the fucking mayor of Northwich now. <laughs>
Oh shit. Well, he's not, but hopefully he will be. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe you'll give him some street cred and all the uh, underground assholes in Northwood can <laughs> finally vote because they got a guy they can believe in. Yeah. He's a good guy. I would vote Starting for him. movements here. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Been a blast. Let's go look at some koi fish. Yeah. And that's it for the Intruder Green podcast. You can hit me up on all the socials at Intruder Green. <laughs> yeah, or go to intrudergreen.com for all sorts of cool stuff. The Intruder Green calling line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to hit me up and become a producer of the podcast. Uh, the Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, management by Anka Kramer, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighters, weak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Potted Gold by Typhros. Short tour!